Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to Relation Trips. This is Jennifer Yeoman, your host. On our last episode, our relation trip was with food and how well we manage that relationship. Today, we will start a very important marital relation trip, starting with the needs women have and what it looks like for women to really be happy when those needs are met. So, let's begin this journey by preparing for our trip. Marriage. A beautiful union that sweeps us off our feet with plans of cruising off into the sunset of bliss. But in reality... Sometimes it can feel as if we will be thrown overboard. But when we take a closer look, what is the real purpose of marriage? Well, marriage was designed for companionship, with each individual bringing their unique qualities to complement one another, even with the ability to procreate. It's also a partnership that should be reflective of two teammates working for the betterment of the entire team. And it also includes a beautiful dance of intimacy, specifically for the couple. If truth be told, it's a beautiful gift. And when managed delicately and effectively, it can yield rich rewards. So today, we'll start this navigation by focusing on the needs women absolutely have to have in order to be fulfilled and happy within the marital relationship. Now. Everyone has a need for connectedness, kindness, consideration, empathy, and love. But love is as essential as food and water, and no relationship can thrive without it. So everyone needs to feel loved, but for women in particular, it is a part of our being, a part of our human nature It's who we are as nurturers, unless some type of trauma has been experienced. But we absolutely have to feel loved in our relationship with our spouse. Because everyone's experience of love is different, it can be a challenge for our spouse to know what that is if we ourselves have not identified what really makes us feel loved and cared for, let alone articulating fully what that means to our mates. So let's peer a little more deeply into love while focusing on its attribute, patience, which is the capacity to accept or tolerate trouble or suffering without getting angry or upset. Being able to implement this in the relationship is love in action. We can take a look at kindness, the quality of being friendly, generous and considerate, This too is love in action. Now, as we navigate a little deeper, love would not be a show-off or boastful. It's not rude or vulgar. Love pays attention in order to be supportive to another's interest. It's calming, it's soothing, and it's gentle. But an important note is that true love is forgiving. And that'll be a whole nother topic in itself. But we would not want to keep account of how many times a person, especially not our spouse, has hurt us. 
especially because we all fall short at times. But let me insert here that this does not mean allow yourself to be abused. So love, though, it's ethics and being morally right. Honesty will always be intertwined with love. It bears all things and there is an assurance that things will get better. So true love will always stand through anything. Now, when it comes to women and navigating within a marriage, love and all of its attributes are extremely impactful for a woman to be happy. And don't get me wrong, these qualities definitely go both ways, but it just impacts a woman differently than a man. And we'll navigate through that journey on our next episode. But the interesting part about love is that everyone receives love differently. Some things stand out more than others for a person to truly feel cared for. And this is where we really have to tune into ourselves more acutely. When we consider love, everyone has a love language, no matter if we recognize it or not. Our love language describes how we receive love from others. It can be words of affirmation, quality time, receiving gifts, acts of service, and or physical touch. Any one of us can appreciate all of these, but there's always one or two that really makes a person feel especially loved. My love language, for example, is physical touch and words of affirmation. Both of them run extremely close together. I can cuddle all day, I can hug you, I can kiss you, and I can be to the extreme. But I can also tell someone I love them and really, really, truly mean it. And it comes from a special place from me. Of course, all of the other attributes are important as well, but everyone has their own special way in which they truly feel loved. That would not work for someone else. The interesting part about this is that we normally show love in a way that we want to receive it. And most times that may not work for our mates or others in which we are in close relationships with. Let me share a hypothetical situation of a couple whose names are Mark and Amy. They've been married for 35 years, but Amy stresses that she doesn't feel loved by her husband. Now, Mark shares that he cooks, he cleans, washes clothes for the entire household. He gets the kids ready for school in the mornings, which includes making them breakfast, all to try to make things easier for his wife. So I think we can all agree that Mark really seemed to love his wife and family. But Amy's love language is quality time. So she's been craving personal attention from her husband. Mark's love language, on the other hand, is acts of service. And this is how misunderstandings can come into play. We demonstrate love how we would want to receive it, but is perceived differently from our mates. So in our relation trips with our loved one, love can be perceived differently according to what an individual's specific love language is. It's important for both mates but for women in particular, to feel deeply loved and cared for. It's a must to truly feel happy within our relationships. But it's also important for each individual to understand what their love language is 
to be able to accurately convey what that looks like to their spouse. So think about the following sentence and finish it at your own discretion. If I were to feel completely loved by my husband, I would want. And then go on an excursion and dig up more understanding of what type of love you would need your spouse to demonstrate in order for you to truly feel loved and cared for. If you are not completely clear, how can he? But I do need to insert here that sometimes individuals can have unrealistic expectations from their spouses because of unhealed traumas with their parents. So it's very important for you to contemplate whether or not you are expecting your spouse to do things that you would have wanted a parent to do in your most important developmental phases. This is imperative. So yes, love is crucial for women to truly feel loved and cared for in their marriage. But what that looks like is very different from person to person. So husbands, if you want to build a thriving, heart-stopping, unpredictable, and life-changing relationship with your wife, it is time to find out what her primary love language is and master it. So the question I will pose to you is, how are you showing up in your marriage when it comes to demonstrating love in action? So my loves, this will wrap up our time together today. But you don't want to miss our next episode as I have a very, very special guest, my beloved husband himself, Mr. Chris Yeoman, as he helps shed some light on our marital relationship journey from a male's perspective. What men need to help them to be happy in their marriage. If you have enjoyed this episode, please share it with someone who can use some extra encouragement. And subscribe to my email list at www.lovetolivelifecoaching.com. You can also find me on Instagram at Coach J Yeoman, and that's Coach J Y O U M A N. If you need one on one support, you can contact me with the information shared. I'm Jennifer Yeoman, your wellness coach, and remember make this day great.